What's up, guys? Welcome back to Drunk Boy's Basement, where drunk conversations happen. This one's going to be an interesting one. So, Janessa came back, finally. She she emerged out of the hole she was in for a while. <laughs> um, and she brought her boyfriend, Kyle, with her. Hey, what's up, everybody? And here here's my question. Has she actually been on any of the official episodes we released? Yeah, I think it was like the third There's one. maybe one or two. It's not been as many as Tristan and James. That's because oh, okay. Tristan suddenly climbed out of his hole and lived here. <laughs> there was a point I, in time where he was on like multiple episodes consistently. Mm-hmm. True. He was actually making sure to come over. Because I was in one of them with him here. So we did, oh, a lot of pre, yeah, right. we did a lot of pre-release episodes where you were on I'm, a bunch of them. I'm amazed. Like I have to listen to all of these and I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you do all the editing, all the stuff, and you don't remember. Uh, so I don't want to jump immediately into the topic because um, it's It'll so it's it's uh, March 29th tw- or March. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's a little. <laughs> it's it's May 29th. Uh, it's a Friday. So this past week of the 29th or the week of the what's this week? The week of the 25th of May has been just absolutely insane. Um, to start, I've realized that one thing I hate, and this is just out of pocket, but people, when they say no cap, you guys seen What's that? It? There's a lot of silence. So <laughs> apparently are, not. A- are, are we talking about like no shooting? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, you no you, no one's ever heard of no cap. I've heard like, it. It's like people are like, like, uh, like Jenny's a bitch. No cap. Like shit like that. Oh, like basically like what? no joke. You've never heard that? No, I've never heard this. You've never heard? None of you guys have ever? I've heard it, yeah. Okay, well, I hate that saying, so don't ever say that. So (laughs) that's that's (laughs) all I got to You just said it like five times. I just, I just, well, I'm trying to explain it to you because apparently no one's ever heard of No Cap. Okay, but why? Where did it come from? Can There's there's songs that it's in. People say it on Twitter. (laughs) I'm just saying, I just have noticed that I just really despise that like no cap thing that's really annoying for me that was very random i'm glad i've never heard of that you'll (laughs) now that i mentioned it you're gonna notice it i swear to god social media doesn't matter where you are i'm gonna wake up in the morning i'm gonna bring our group chat back alive and just say no cap no cap i'm gonna title our new group chat that straight up i I will leave that chat (laughs) (laughs) do what james did and just keep adding you back (laughs) exactly some point you just have to give up Uh, all right so I'm not going to, I'm not going to, we could, we could be here for a couple hours, but I'm not going to beat around the bush on this. So, um, on, I I could pull up the exact dates, but on, so the reason I mentioned the current week that we're in, uh, earlier this week, if it wasn't over the weekend, um, an individual by the name of George Floyd was killed by the police, the Milwaukee police department, Minnesota police department, Minneapolis, Minneapolis. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Same thing. Um, those of you watching, I, I mean, or those of you listening, everyone, everyone's heard of what happened. Everyone's seen the videos. Um, so it's this, I mean, this could be a rabbit hole topic and it's one of those things that we could, like I said, we could talk about for hours. Um, but I guess to start, I want to hear everyone's thoughts on the, what happened um, for those that I guess do know. I mean, I don't know who doesn't know. Um, so Sean... So, so you were talking about this earlier. So what, what do you know about the situation that occurred in, in Minneapolis? I, I will say from the facts that I have gathered. And before you continue, 
I just want to say that I didn't want to make, I, my goal of this podcast is to not make, I, I want to make a space to where people can come and listen and laugh and enjoy what we have to say. But, um, I, I try to stay away from, so, from current event topics as much as I can sometimes, but this, I mean, I feel like it's kind of a duty of, of us to talk about this because it's obviously a very big issue and it's becoming more and more of an issue every year. Well, that and it's one that's just like you can't seem to get away from it, especially there's, right now. It's everywhere. Right. There's there's nothing that you can do to get away from this topic. So I feel like we might as well address it on this podcast and, and discuss it. So before anyway, continue, right. please. So so from what I've gathered um, from scrolling through social media and seeing all the posts about it, mm-hmm. pretty much there was a, a black person. Uh-huh. Um, who was being detained by police. Mm-hmm. And as Do you know so, why he was being detained? As far as the reason why, I'm actually not too certain on that one. They tried to pass a bad check. Pass a bad check? like He, he, he forged a bad check. Oh, okay. He forged a, yeah, he went so to, it's he, a check forgery. He went to a place of business, and the check that he was trying to pass bounced. And it's, by law, you're supposed to call the police, say, by the way, this guy's committing check forgery. And then... Anyway, okay. Continue. So, so that's that's so, why he was detained. So, from my understanding, at some point, um, the cop put his knee on the black dude's neck, uh-huh. um, probably so he couldn't move or anything. Um, and then at that point, even though he's detained, they still killed him. I, as far as how he got killed, so I believe he's. From my understanding, he was shot. No, no, no. he wasn't. So, he was so, choked. so, oh, he was so choked. Okay. the the thing that I've 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 seen a lot of, and um, being in law enforcement myself. One of the things that you, one of your primary goals as as law enforcement is to neutralize the current threat at hand, right? There's, at the time, he was being cooperative. There's been, there's hundreds of videos released by the business owner and other people, and they're all over the internet. You can look it up. I'm not going to do it for you. But he wasn't being combative at all. You know, he, he was, was not resisting. He wasn't resisting. He wasn't, he wasn't being what some people would call a stereotypical black individual. And it pains me to say it that way, but it's the truth. So basically what happened is uh, he was detained and I could pull up the officer's name uh, in a minute here, but he was detained by a a certain officer and um, one thing led to another and he ended up on his belly on the ground. Um, and the officer had his knee on the guy's neck. And basically what I was saying before was was when you look at threat neutralization, there's it was a four to one ratio. There were there was the cop that that committed the assault and the murder. And there were the three other people, the three other cops were backing him up. And threat neutralization is in a sense a form of numbers. It's four to one. Nine times out of ten, you're gonna lose that fight. The threat was neutralized the second three other cops showed up. He didn't need to be on his stomach for that, but it happened. And a lot of people were analyzing the situation because the thing that, that happens is when we get into situations like this, well, when we, when us as a country get into situations like this, we immediately begin to just overanalyze everything. Some of us do. Some of us don't. The, the, the major media sometimes doesn't pull apart what happened and try to analyze it. But there are a lot of individuals that did analyze it. And a lot of those individuals that did analyze it were cops. And all of them came to the same consensus that the threat was neutralized the second three other cops showed up. He didn't need to be on the ground. He didn't need to, he was already in handcuffs. He was totally, his hands were behind his back. He didn't, you know, so 
the threat was neutralized completely. There was, there was no need for the officer to put his knee on George Floyd's neck. And that part of the situation, the reason in theory that his knee was on his neck was because he would not be complying. So he would be combative. He would be doing all this shit to endanger other officers. He wasn't doing that. There was no need for him to do that. I mean, some could even look at it as the fact that having him on his stomach proned out would have been kind of extreme. There was no need for that. It was a bounce check. I mean, it's a, it's a federal crime, sure, but for God's sake, it's a bounce check. He's he doesn't he's not waving a gun around in a Kmart. So, I'm I'm of the general consensus that no cop is without sin, no individual is without sin, but this went too far. It's it's the same situation, and I can I actually screenshotted some of these names. Um, we can get into this a little bit later. Um, well, it's also if you take into consideration that as an officer, you are the minute somebody you're detaining comes into any sort of harm, if they get hurt while you're in the middle of detaining them, you are trained and you are supposed to offer aid. And that's another thing. The minute that you know George Floyd said, "Well, they're first responders." He, yeah, he kept the minute he kept saying, "I can't breathe, man. Please, I can't breathe. Get off my neck." No aid was offered whatsoever. That's the the thing with the thing with cops, and I don't care what side you're on for whoever's listening to this, but cops are there to serve and protect. Uh, it doesn't matter what municipal, municipality they're in or, or whatever. They're there to serve and protect. And the second that they no longer protect, but they continue to serve, is when people have a problem with that. And that's that was the current climate that was occurring in in Minneapolis. So I, I can I can go through this a hundred times, but there's there's plenty of situations where lethal force was used that shouldn't have been used, where police brutality comes into play. I'm a hundred percent on police side. Okay, I, I side with the police. I work with the police. I'm part of law enforcement. I I'm I'm a hundred percent in agreement, but I'm not in agreement with what happened at all. And I'm not in agreement with all of the videos that I've seen. I, I, I want to look it up. I can't remember the case, um, but there was an individual that was, I think it was taste death or something. It was choked out. Another black guy that got choked out. I can't remember. I can look it up, but uh, there was another situation similar to this uh, probably about a year ago. Um, the only one I can think of was the, uh, I believe there was like a black person who was running away and got shot in the back. Yeah, I remember that. That was here in Utah. There's a lot of that. Wasn't it? Well, the the thing is, though, you have to distinguish is there's there's those situations and then there's other situations like George Floyd where he was 110% compliant. Yeah. And he lost his life anyway. So that's a white America that people are saying. You're living in a white America because... And the thing is, for those listening, all of us in this room, we are Caucasian individuals. We're not... You know, and a lot of people can get that skewed because they can say, well, you're white, so you wouldn't know. I don't. You're right. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I know the difference between what is right and what is wrong and what happened was wrong. And, and my uh, the one thing I keep thinking about is like, I believe that in police training, these are things you are taught is what is a combative situation, what is not. I... 
Let me stop you. That, that's what it was. So on the, the, the case I was referencing before, on July 17th, 2014, Eric Garner died in New York City uh, in a New York City borough of Staten Island after Daniel Patenlo, it's a weird last name, a New York City Police Department officer put him in a chokehold while arresting him and subdued him. So he, had, he put him in a chokehold until he passed away. So you have to like a, you have to like try to do that. I feel. Yeah, I and, mean it's pretty much similar because it's just a different body part. With the one that's currently going on, it was his knee. The other one, yeah. it was his arm. You're cutting off circulation of the yeah. brain. Yeah, and in the video of the current one that we're discussing, um, you can visibly see the officer like consistently pressing down more and more on his neck, putting more and more pressure. And even with that, isn't there like a proper way that doesn't choke people out? Like when when you try when you subdue somebody from the neck, isn't there a proper way to do it that doesn't cut off circulation? Wasn't well, it like farther on your back too? Well, that's what I thought. You're not gonna get someone in a guillotine or a chokehold or whatever you want to call it. And the thing with it, so you get you get your forearm around their neck, and then you put your other forearm. I'm talking about the knee, not the. There's there's no reason why that should have ever happened. There's no reason at oh, all. Oh, yeah, There's no reason for a knee. The thing with the knee Putting is you, the you, back, you yeah. put it on the side of their head. They can't turn their head. They're immobilized. The whole point of a chokehold okay. is to immobilize them. You're not going to fucking kill them. You're not going to choke them out to death. You're just immobilizing them because your head is what controls you, right? True, yeah. You're just controlling them. You're, you're, you are controlling them. They can't move their head. They can't move around. They, you put your knee on the side of their head so they can't twist about like a fish. You don't put it on their neck to where it kills them. That's, I mean, it's common sense. I don't think there's any training that has to come into that. It's it's just anatomy at that point. So the, the point being is that I am not going to get into this argument with anybody about this all lives matter, this blue lives matter, this black lives matter. I'm not going to get into an argument with anybody about that shit because it's a losing argument 10 times out of 10. All lives matter. Oh, well, there's a lot of people that disagree with that. Blue lives yeah. certainly don't matter to these people right now. Until, they, well, I, I was going to say this. The blue lives don't matter until they're needed. And then they're going to be calling the blue. Wow. Anyway. Well, I, yeah, get, I, get, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. <laughs> but I'm just saying all three of those different circumstances, it's a losing argument 10 times out of 10. There's going to be someone in that room with you that disagrees 110% all the time. So the, the reason that I was telling you to, to get on Twitter and to, to look at this stuff is because Twitter and social media has just, I mean, Twitter is a very radicalized place right now. I mean, it's, it's, you, you, it's just depending on, I don't think it depends on who you follow on it, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. It's going to be on your feed one way or another. Twitter, however, happens to be just very radicalized. And I'm using that term very strictly because it's radicalized. I mean, there's there are people that I've seen on Twitter that say that all cops should die. Okay. You know, but one of the ones that stuck out to me the most, the one I sent you is that uh, this, this individual said, cops will say they feared for their lives are wearing $3,000 worth of combat equipment. I did see that one. Yeah. And then another guy said, they're all scum. It doesn't matter how much equipment they're wearing. Stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's uh, stuff like that's breeding hate. 
it's it's hate feeding off hate feeding off hate and you're creating a nation we're creating a nation that's just fed off a of hate i mean it's it's disgusting how the thing the thing that i go back to and i'm jumping all over the place here but the thing i'm going back to the most is how do you raise a kid in a situ in an environment like this honestly it's it's terrible what in, the, in this environment you can like, you can teach your kid as much as you want not to not to judge off skin color or, or whatever the hell else but goddamn there are plenty of people in this world that'll still influence that wait 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 explain that a little bit more as a parent with a kid you can do everything in your power everything and i mean everything to make sure that, that kid does not judge people based off their skin color their income level how how they were brought up i don't know whatever you want to say to just not judge but with our current environment that'll almost always get overturned because people are radicalized people hate this people hate that i mean there's just hate everywhere everywhere all the time true it isn't our human nature i feel to hate actually no it's not i take that back out of there... one hate blooms another one you want to talk about a contagious <laughs> virus i i mean what what i want to say is is I, I i do agree in this environment there's no way to raise your kid without but 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 i mean that's that's semantical i mean i want to know everyone's thoughts on the current situation because i've kind of expressed mine not to the fullest extent but i've expressed my views on the situation and the current climate in the world so what do you what do you have to say I, I want to hear yours Either first. of you. <laughs> your mind? Or... <laughs> he hasn't talked, so he he needs to go first. Come on. What's your opinion here? Um, I just look at it like there was three other officers there. And like you were saying, they're there to serve and protect. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they protect him? Like, you know, you can see someone doing something wrong, even if it's your fellow or your coworker. You know, like. Right. I, I just don't understand why three other people didn't do anything about that. There's a lot of there's a, a lot of maliciousness that can occur in police departments because I don't know why, but there are certain aspects of it to where people like officers are afraid to speak out against other officers yeah. because they're afraid of the ramifications. They'll get shit shifts. They'll get terrible partners. I, I don't know what happens, but I mean it's it's a fact of the matter or it's it's a fact of the matter of the the fact that if they speak out against an injustice that they see their life is going to be miserable yeah and exactly. i believe that and i think that that's the first thing that you have to look at in order to change the climate is there are these these people are afraid to speak out i mean cops are doing it they're not i'm not don't get me wrong they're doing it but there's a lot of cops that still should that they're not because they're afraid yeah, exactly. But I feel like with this situation, now they're probably regretting that. See, I, I, I just got to say, I mean, it really is sad that, like, it, for for somebody to stand up for themselves and for what's right, things like that happen where, where you do what you feel is right and you get reprimanded for it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, one thing I did, I, one thing I want to build off of uh, what you had said uh, regarding no uh i I believe you're saying that nobody was standing up for what was uh george floyd yeah um 
is how like nobody so nobody was stepping in to assist when they could when they could see what was going wrong here um i kind of an interesting thought in my head but do you i i was thinking about the fact that everyone videotapes these things instead of stepping in and Ryan's smiling. He, he probably no. I was I was really hoping you touch on that fact. So Ryan and I literally talked about that today. <laughs> I one one thought that crossed my mind was I I mean to a certain extent I I definitely believe like as 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 a another human being we should step in when we see wrong. Yeah. But there's another half of me that wonders like is there good that comes out of the people who are willing to video camera these things and spread the word. So, um, a few weeks ago, you might have seen this, but there were some white men that hunted down this jogger. Did you see that? I did not. There was a, there was a black man that was jogging in his neighborhood, and he was hunted down and killed by two other white men, and someone videotaped him getting hunted down and killed. He was indicted and charged with manslaughter because he stood idly by the thing I told Janessa today is why is that any different than what happened in Minneapolis? Why is that any different from all those people that stood around and did anything? I don't want to hear the, oh, it's because they're police and I don't want to, it's, I, I, I don't give a shit. You had the opportunity and the right to step in there and you didn't. And I think that you should be held accountable for that. Not to the same extent that the officer that murdered him, but I think you should be held accountable for that fact because the individual that videotaped I'm going to I'm going to butcher this name and I really apologize. Ahmad Arbery. I feel like I said that wrong, but the same standard should be held true. That individual was charged. What about all the other people that just stood there and watched it happen? So from I get that and I agree with that, but from the whole George Lloyd or Boy. Floyd, yeah, the whole like his whole situation um, I know that a lot of the bystanders were trying, like they were attempting to stop the cops, but the three bystanding quote unquote cops were trying to hold them back. So at the end of the day, that's kind of like, you know, a two edged wall right there because the bystanders can't stop the cop and the cops can't take a minute to defend, you know, George because they're busy trying to hold back the crowd. And you can see in the video that those three cops are trying to hold back the crowd. I mean, by all means, one of them could have broken away 100%, but... I was going to say, I disagree. It's a if, sword. if you you have to... The thing about stuff like that is you have to be willing to... You you have to accept the responsibility for your, your actions, right? So you're probably going to get arrested if you step in, but you yeah. have to also understand what you're doing. You're trying to save someone's life because you're seeing an injustice being committed in front of you. And as a human being, I think that we have some duty to step in and interject in a situation like that. See, I believe that no matter how hard it may be before, before anyone's willing to step into something like that, they're going to, they have their own self interest. In this case, they don't want to go to jail for assaulting an officer to save somebody. I didn't want to be the one to say it, but I agree. I 100% agree with you. I think that there are a lot of us in the world that have our own best interest in mind. And I think that that was very prevalent in that video 
or the picture of him getting choked out. I think that I... It's actually interesting that you mentioned that, you know, they didn't want to get arrested for assaulting an officer when that goes back into what Ryan was saying with cops being too scared to defend something wrong because they don't want to suffer the consequence either. The the best the best quote I can come up with with that is shit flows downhill. So when st- <laughs> it's it's true though. I mean, yeah. you're going to get the the shit end of whatever you decide to speak out against in the department. I'm and th- this isn't me saying that everyone, you know, well, I said it before, everyone's not without sin and cops are certainly not you know any different, but I think that what you said is very true in that people have a lot of their own self-interest in mind and that is what and i don't know exactly how many people were around at the time of that and i'm sure i could find it but i'm pretty certain it was enough to overpower three cops yeah a hundred percent especially since seeing one crowd you know more and more come you know they all flock to and with with current american trends and black injustices happening much like the individual that was shot when he was jogging and the individual that was choked out in San Francisco or New York. A lot of people are aware of what's happening. So when something like that happens, I imagine a crowd will form immediately. It honestly, it honestly makes me wonder if any of the bystanders that were around during everything happening with George, if they're the same people during every other viral incident similar to this, if they're the same ones that blasted it all over social media saying that somebody should have done something, what difference did they do besides exactly. filming it? You know what I mean? Kind of an extremist point of view there. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not because I've seen it firsthand. I've seen a lot of people saying, someone needs to be the face of this protest. Someone needs to be the face of this riot. Exactly. Why isn't it you? Why aren't you the one out there setting buildings on fire and causing a, an absolute ruckus and destroying a city? Why isn't it you? And why is it all these other people? Why are you the one posting this on social media? There's um, a people girl... that riot don't post on social media. No, yeah. not at all. There's a girl that I actually follow on Instagram who is not like she's obviously an influencer. She's got a she's got a number of following. She's a person of color, and she made a post basically saying that like. We all know what's going on, but posting about it and sharing it isn't going to make the difference. Acting is the only thing that will. So, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about the acting side of things. This this, this whole, I'm going to destroy Minneapolis thing, I don't agree with that. I 100% agree with the reason that it was happening. I agree that there was an injustice that was committed, but I do not agree with the fact that destroying a city has anything to do with the murder of of another black man oh no that's just an excuse it definitely is the looting of targets the i mean i understand what happened to target do you know this is something that not everyone is educated on do you guys know why what happened to target happened with AutoZone and everything like there's a few like mom and pop shops that they just did just because they were rioting but with target so when they were peacefully protesting and the, you know, tear gas was released on all of them, people went inside to get dairy products at Target and Target refused to give them any well, service. Dairy products don't work on tear gas. No. Either way, they went in to get anything that could help them and Target anyone who had was with the tear gas and on so them. So they destroyed Target. 
Yeah. Okay. I... I'm not justifying it by any means, but I'm saying, like, yeah, the mom and pop shops, that's, like, what good is that going to do? Well, I... But I, I Target, it wasn't necessarily, like, without reason. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still not right, but it I'll wasn't be, just for rioting reasons, you know? And, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't know that aspect of things. I just know that out of all of the businesses in Minneapolis, Target got the brunt of it. Yeah, and that's why. But that goes back to my previous point of I... <laughs> You know, I was actually going to say something because it wasn't the Target protest a white people protest, or was that a people were protesting Target, or what? What was that? What was that protest you were talking about? It was protesting for the George Floyd thing, I believe. Oh, no, the reason, but the, they okay. went inside Target when the tear because they were peacefully protesting, but when people the tear were just gas marching. Were released, yeah, but when the tear gas was released and the rubber bullets, then they went inside to retrieve items to help with the tear gas and stuff okay. and target refused any service to those people okay so that's yeah <laughs> yeah see i didn't even know that i i same. didn't I, I didn't either but this the it still goes back to the same point i don't think that that condones destroying an entire city block at the end of the day they're destroying their own community what good is that gonna no do they're not because what happens is and i saw this today on cnn is that these these people destroyed their city and they left. They went somewhere else and then the people that were asleep during this whole thing somehow came out and had to clean up their city because they still had to work in the morning. That's Probably had unexcus- to pay taxes to fix everything too. Yeah, it's <laughs> unexcusable. It's it's just unexcusable. I don't see what does that accomplish. He got the cop, the cop that choked out and killed George Floyd got arrested. Y'all got what you wanted, but you didn't need to destroy an entire city for that because that is just causing I, I it's yeah but i feel like now with like any future incidents that will be the case because they rioted and everything militarized police him. immediately yeah the exactly. second that happens you want to talk about a militarized police state that's how you get it yep. in my opinion exactly. i don't care what anyone else say about that that's exactly what's going to happen the first thing that happens after another black individual dies because it'll happen again this is this is america as childish gambino said it <laughs> That's this is it. <laughs> the second that happens again, National Guard, martial law. It's I I cannot envision another America without that happening because they torched a police precinct, they destroyed a Target, rightfully so. Oh no! I thought if they it, already deployed. I thought they already sent the they did. National yeah, they Guard did. today. They did. That was today. That was after all of the shit happened. Mm-hmm. It's too late. Everything's already destroyed, and I mean. You're you're getting you're getting protests in Arizona. I was watching one before we started in LA of people just CHP cars were trying to corral people off the freeway so other people could go home, and people were destroying the windshields and bashing in the the doors. And it's just what good is that? Yeah, what good no is good, that? What are you accomplishing? And the thing that irked me the most, and this will forever stick in my mind, is is people said, "Well, Martin Luther King protested." And then some stupid bitch on Twitter said, yeah, and then he was assassinated. You, you're, (laughs) the semantics and the just plain stupidity that occurs on Twitter is unmatched. (laughs) Unsurmountable stupidity occurs on Twitter. And I've seen it because people are just saying things to get attention. I swear to God. Yeah, they don't know facts. It's they just post he, you're, you're like you're correct he was assassinated but 
Let's dive into that a little bit before you just blatantly, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to say this. There's almost so no correlation. Frustrating. The difference between him and them is that he actually tried to make a change and he actually spoke up, whereas nobody else really was until now. I mean, I'm going to say, I'm going to include this really quick, though. I mean, if we're going to compare Martin Luther King and today's protests, I mean, those were two completely different cultural... Today's protests, <laughs> today's protests were on Malcolm X levels. You know, that makes me... The fact that you bring that up, it's it remind, it takes me back to, um, you know, an, a special individual on social media that was talking to Ryan and I and um, compared the police to Nazis... I personally find that offensive to both parties because, yes, obviously, you know, people of color go through something we'll never understand. However, police are not rounding up, you know, the people of color by the masses and, you know, throwing them in a gas chamber. You know? But let me, let me, <laughs> let me dissect what you just said. So one of the, one of the things that you briefly said was, I forgot, but... <laughs> Oh, no. The 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 bottom line is, okay, I remember everyone. It's all good. It's all good. Somebody said, "Use your white privilege to protect black injustices." I agree with that a hundred percent, but that goes full circle to our initial conversation of you were watching an injustice on your camera and you didn't intervene. You're a white individual. You would have a better chance of intervening on that than a black individual would filming that. Think about that for one second. 100%. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. You have a better chance of getting out of that scot-free if you were a white individual getting that cop off George Floyd's neck than you would if you were black. And I 100% agree with that. Because it's kind of like how everybody keeps saying how cops are letting murderers loose. They'll let a white guy out just for, you know, saving somebody's life. They're going to just give him a couple days in jail, maybe some, you know, community service. All I'm thinking about is so, the fact that, like, nobody's getting in jail right now because of COVID. I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why bail enforcement suffering, man. <laughs> Do something stupid, please. <laughs> so then answer me this. Everyone in this room, does white privilege exist? Yeah. Yes. Definitely. To, as much as I hate saying it, yeah, it does. Three, why do you hate saying it? Because, I, I mean, it, there shouldn't be any reason that one race is better than another. That's, yeah, I'm like, Bingo. that's, I was, when me Bingo. and Kyle were talking about this yesterday, like, I even said, like, I have never understood, obviously, it's been a historical thing, you know, like, basically a war between race, but, but it's like, me being me and how I've grown up, like, I, my parents didn't even need to teach me, I just, based off of, as Ryan said, my own personal influences, like, it's, I've never this understood is wrong. the difference, yeah, exactly. The thing and this is so rudimentary and elementary of me to say, but I, I just, why did this start? Why? We've, we've gotten so far with Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King. Why on God's green earth did this start? Are there, you're, Here, here's, here's a better, here's a better question. Why has it never died? It's, well, it's the same question, just backwards. <laughs> because i i mean i mean you could, if you're if you're asking about when it started like how did it start i mean this has been oh, going I know on how it started believe me but i'm but, saying why on god's green earth does this continue you're telling me that there are that many people in this country that are still like no black people are the worst 
See that 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 was the give the, me a goddamn break. That was the question I had. Is like technically, I, I mean, I I feel like the environment we're growing up in is we we no longer have that that divide with with races. We we shouldn't. There should be no divide. We're all equal. And the in the population that grew up with those mentalities, I feel like they're starting to die out, but. It, they're not fast enough. Uh, apparently, that's what that's what I'm surprised about. Is like I, I I feel like they at this point that age should be dying out, and we shouldn't be having this issue anymore. But that's just I, I guess I'm say I should say that my own personal belief. No, and I I don't disagree there. And I think that the the reason I don't I don't want to get into this like whole blue lives matter thing because that that is a rabbit hole and we could be here for hours talking about injustices versus on white people versus black people and what cops should have done shouldn't have done i don't want to get into that that's just it's just semantical See, i feel like we should uh shout out that song that that blue lives matter song <laughs> it's you know and the, the thing that's funny about that is so there's there's so what sean's referencing is there's a video on youtube and it's it's a blue lives matter kind of tribute video for police officers and um the first the very first probably 20 seconds of that is something that i really highly recommend everyone listening to this should listen to because and i will i'm i'm more than happy to link that in the in the bottom of this post but if you really take if you take away the music and you take away all of the commentary about that the one thing that I think that people should listen to the most is the individual that gets on and talks about Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter when you start talking about black on black crime. That's something he said. And that that totally kind of blew my mind. Stuff like that is what I want people to be aware of and think about. Because there's going to be injustices in the world. There's 1.5 something billion of us. I mean we're all not going to get along correctly the way we should my point being is that there are individuals in the black community that are aware that white people are not trying to be the superior race and i've seen i've seen i swear to god i've seen twitter posts about that that white people are the best and the most this is not nazi germany as she said people are comparing cops to nazis Cops are just doing a job because they think that it's right and they think that they should do it. Not yeah, all there cops. There are some bad apples. There are. Just I've like met there them. Are, there isn't humanity in general. I've worked with a lot of them. And no, worked, so have I. <laughs> there are a lot of very not, like, I don't want to say bad cops, but there are. There are. There are also a myriad of great cops. Guys that will go the extra mile to make sure that you're not screwed over for more than you deserve. And the thing that bothers me the most to this day and to the day that I am buried six feet under is that that is all anybody will ever recognize is that all cops are bad and all of them deserve to die. And I am, I just, that's, if that's your personal belief, that's fine. But I don't agree with that. I think that cops signed up to do a job that they believed in and along the road they got skewed because people are all I'm not even going to sugarcoat it all people are terrible in some way or another and cops see the worst in people you're you're squinting your eyes and you're 
clearly disagreeing with me. So why? I'm actually not disagreeing. Um, there's just some background noise that's catching my attention. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> but my point is, cops see the worst in people 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I don't care if you're a bad cop or a good cop. They see the worst in everybody. And there are some really bad, dark things in some people. And it can really, really mess some people up. And I'm not saying, I am not saying that the justifying what happened at all. I'm not. I'm not saying it justifies any of the actions of some of these negative bad apple cops. What I'm saying is these guys can get their vision skewed and it's a real thing that people don't talk about. I've been unfortunate enough to get some of my vision skewed in the sense that I get jaded to some aspects of life and it sucks, but it's true and it happens. And as I said, I don't want it to, to become something that people are like, well, he's justifying what happened. I'm not. I'm not justifying any of what happened in the last nine months. At the end of the day, it was wrong and we know that it's wrong. But it's the same as you don't want to generalize any other, you know, category of people. You don't want to generalize police. Not all police are bad, just like not all people are bad. It's it. I mean, it isn't that simple for a lot of people, it seems, which sucks. <laughs> it's the sad thing that people want to look on the bad qualities and not focus on the good. Well, it's insane to me that it's like, at the end of the day, we are all human. As Ryan has stated, we are all equal. And somehow an occupation such as a police officer makes them different to the point where we can be like categorize them all together. When at the end of the day, they're human, just like the rest of us. And the thing that, that sucks the most is before I came down here, I watched a video on YouTube and this black man got pulled over. He was speeding and he was honest and he said, Hey officer, I have weed in the car. And the cop goes, all right, man, no big deal. Step out of the car. Let me just, let me just search you, patch you down. Let me do all my you know procedures. He grabbed the weed and said, man, just keep doing what you're doing. Be honest and you'll be good. And he let him go. And those are the type of situations that we should be like praising. But all we do as a society on social media and mass media is capitalize on the negatives. Every single goddamn day, there is something that I wake up to that is a negative. Well, it's like I told you. It's like a cop. one cop can do a bad thing and suddenly it's viral. Whereas one cop or even a group of cops can be doing one majorly good thing. And yeah, you know, sometimes you'll run across that video, but does it go viral? Does it get a hashtag for it? No, it gets brushed under the rug. And then when it comes down to an incident like this, such as the one with George, everybody's like, I want to see the good cops. They need to show themselves if they're actually out there. Until then, they're all the same. They have shown themselves, but it went unnoticed. So so we don't get so semantical and into the weeds. Um, to close this, this episode out, because this, this was kind of more of a serious a serious episode. I'm going to read some names off um, of some black men that have been killed in the last 9 to 12 months. George Floyd, Christian Cooper, Ahmaud Arby, Botham Sean, Brianna Taylor, Jonathan Farrell, Stephen Clark, Jordan Edward, Jordan Davis, 
Alton Sterling, Ayanna Jones, Mike Brown, Tamar Reese, Charleston Nine, which is what's on there, <laughs> Trayvon Martin, Sean Bell, Oscar Grant, Sabrina Bollard, Philompero Castro, Corey Jones, John Crawford, Terrence Crutcher, Keith Scott, Clifford Grover, Glover, Claude Reese, Randy Evans, Yvonne Smallwood, Amandu Diallo, Walter Scott, Eric Garner, and Freddie Gray. Everyone is tired of reading names off, of seeing things on the news, of talking to people that are crying about lost loved ones. It's just, it's time to stop. For those that are listening in America, it's time for you guys to speak up about injustices. And I'm just, I'm just tired of seeing negatives on the news. For once in my life, I want to see some good things happening on the news. And that's up to everybody, the people on this podcast and the people listening to change that. And if that doesn't change, it's going to be the same forever and always. And I 100% agree with that. At the end of the day, we need as many people as we can get. We can't push anybody out, including good cops. We need everybody that we can on our side. White, black, brown, purple, green, orange, <laughs> red. I don't care. <laughs> if you're I don't care. If you see something, as the TSA says, say something. Speak out against injustices and do your part to make sure that none of this shit happens anymore because... We're all tired. I'm tired. Mentally and physically. We're all just tired. With that. All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us on another episode of Drunk Boys Basement. Interested in finding where else you can catch us? Follow us on Facebook. Find something you want the Drunk Boys to research and talk about next time. Let us know. And if you like hanging out, share our Facebook page. Catch you all next Friday, and remember, please listen responsibly. Bye!